Record button has been pressed. The recordable button. Yes. I feel like I'm recording. Have you Yeah, I'm recording. Okie dokie. Three, two, one. I missed the clap. Hold on, sorry. I'll be anxious. <laughs> Back was, to this again. I was reading something and I was just like, wait, why, it, why is he counting down? Sorry, continue. It wouldn't be the podcast without Bianca missing. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. We're another edition of the show. Counting down yet another one. Um, 154, I think, audience. 153 yes, right. even. Are we on... Uh, what? Didn't we do 153 last week? No, that was 153. We did. Last week was 153. Then why am I recording episode 153 right now? Well, I don't know, because you chose to record episode 153, but it's episode 154. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> on with the show indeed, anyway, on this edition of said show. Um... We have lots of things, but as always, we will be here with um, Bianca, um, with Drew, um, with Philip. Unfortunately, there's no Kent. He's actually trying to work out what episode recording. Um, anyway, on with the show. Yeah, so we've got lots of stuff this week, including cancel culture, including um, the potential return of the Montana, that is Hannah Montana. Um, yes, that's right. That may be a thing, possibly. Let's see how it goes. But otherwise, cancel culture. And where is it? And also, Britney Spears. What's the update? That's right. Of course, there will also be a What the Quote and a new second of the week because that's just how we roll. Alrighty, team. Good. We did that. That was a good intro, wasn't it? It's probably the most professional one so far, wouldn't you say? Oh, without a doubt. That was well done. Yeah, from starting Almost. the show by saying, um, you know, you're here with edition 154 to then being confused about what edition it is. <laughs> um, and then all that stuff. So, yeah, good stuff. Here we are. Anyway, so, um, <clears throat> should we just, I don't know, cancel it? <laughs> uh, oh, well Very done. poor joke. Yeah, well. It's Philip. We'll live with it. It's Philip. Um, cancel culture, guys. It's a very real thing. <clears throat> it's yes. a very real thing. And it is... Uh, it affects many a celebrity every year. As someone who works in social media, I feel like every week I'm just keeping up with who's getting cancelled. I'm not going to well, lie a, about that. Well, it, it it's definitely an ongoing thing, I guess. I feel like... Right. Yeah, it, everyone gets cancelled. I think, I don't know, I don't know any celebrity that hasn't been cancelled or people try to cancel them. Like, or, or they try to dig up enough dirt about them to get them cancelled, but sometimes it doesn't lift off. Because every now and then Angelina Jolie making out with her brother comes back around. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one on the list. <clears throat> um, There's a reason that keeps coming back around. Yeah, but people people try and get her cancelled like that, but like she's not even in the spotlight anymore. I don't know why they're bothering. But like No, that's right. Um people tried to cancel who else got tried to get cancelled recently? Drake um, Bell, who was from Drake and Josh. Yep. People are trying to cancel now. 
because uh, allegedly he abused his girlfriend almost a decade ago, which, fair if it's true, but um, I didn't even know he was still relevant. Well, you know, well, look, look. There's also been some some really successful cancel culture kind of um, takedowns: Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Weinstein, R. Kelly, well deserved, Rolf Harris, all deserved, Rolf Harris, all deserved cancel cultures. Um, George Pell and the Catholic Church in Australia. Oh, but then he got put put right back up there. Well, people are still agreeing to cancel them, basically. Yeah, normal Um, people, not conservatives. uh, there's, there's, there's been a little bit of cancel culture behind one di- or, or towards One Direction and them kind of objectifying women and in the way that they sing their songs. Really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little bit, you know. It, it, I mean, if you think about songs like, what's that main one? What, what you makes you beautiful, you're beautiful? Little things. Um, they, you know, they, they've. I think they, they have admitted in the past to catcalling at women from their car and stuff like that. So yeah, there's. There's definitely a little bit of counterculture behind them. Philip, it's not is, very that, is that a real one you've read, or are you just taking advantage of the moment to have a crack at One Direction? No, no, that's a real one that I'm reading right about right now. Okay, just checking. Yeah, it's a real one. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't success again. It wasn't a successful cancel kind of um, culture or cancel campaign, but mm. but it definitely it they they've been um, not a victim of it because you definitely you know you make your own kind of. Um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your own kind of waves, I guess. But yeah, they've been kind of the target of, of cancel culture to some degree, but not very successfully. Um, they tried but with um, Kanye West when he got on board with Trump administration. Um, actually, Kanye well, that's almost West, deserved because it's just dangerous. Kanye West was also tried to cancel when he interrupted Taylor Swift's speech. I'm gonna the, let you finish. I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you finish. Uh, I still so, can't believe that he has a position in the industry on the back of that. That is so disrespectful. Doesn't I, matter what you think of of Taylor Swift, that's disrespectful. He's done a lot to, of shit over the years that jump, should have got him cancelled. But to jump on stage and give your own personal opinion of something—that's uh, just disrespectful. Well, have you have you not seen the speech where he, he it, it was about Hurricane Katrina, and I can't remember who he was with. I can't remember who mm. he was presenting with. But they were doing a um, like a relief foundation, like one of those you can call up as you go and donate money. And mm. him and oh, him and Mike Myers were hosting. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that. And then Kanye West, like they're following a prompt, a script thing, and then all of a sudden Kanye West just goes, "George Bush hates black people." And Mike Myers' face just drops. It just drops, and he looks at him. He's <laughs> like, uh, "As I was saying." Like and then just, the camera just brushes off them. Um, Louis oh, C.K. Yeah. was rightfully cancelled, I, I think. Absolutely. Yep, um, yep, quite yep, successfully yep. cancelled. Mm. Yeah, he tried to make a comeback and no one had a bar of it. Um, That's not the best Michael choice Jackson. of word for that, actually. <laughs> Pardon? True. <laughs> Michael Jackson, though? Yes. Cancel culture? Post... Yeah. Here, post Posthumously, posthumously, he's been cancelled. Um, and in the last couple of weeks, there's a big one that people have been trying to cancel, and that would be Miss Ellen DeGeneres, who we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly right. Um, well, well, of course, there were Ellen DeGeneres, but then also Jimmy Fallon of late as well, because he did blackface of um, Chris Rock or a parody of Chris Rock from many years ago and had to come out recently and apologize for that as well. Um, but yeah, no, Ellen DeGeneres definitely is, is the, the, the latest one. Um, uh, Kevin again, Hart. I would put, uh, Kevin Hart, of, of course, yes. Someone else recently had to step back from a role because well, almost got cancelled for it. Well, on that, there's news coming out that Rick and Morty is in the um, the shotgun or, or down the down the barrel, basically, of um, cancel culture at the moment. Because in 2018, Dan Harmon uh, had to publicly uh, um, apologize for a skit that he made for 2000, uh, 2009 skit show, um, which did depict a baby being raped or something like a that. A doll. Um, not, a do- sorry, yes, a doll being raped. It was a a, yeah, a, I... a baby doll being raped. Um, yeah. And now that was a skit, and it wasn't particularly funny, but it was a skit nonetheless, and was probably relatively well-received at the time and laughed at, let's be honest. Um, I have no idea, but I'm just assuming that it probably was, because... He got successful off of that. Well, you're, he got successful off of that, but also you were allowed to laugh at things back then. But anyway... Um, <laughs> anyway, no, but I agree that it's probably in poor taste and I don't think the concept of that sounds particularly funny in listening to it, but anyway, I, I've watched the skit. he apologised for it. Yeah. I've watched the skit and I still didn't think it was hilarious. I could see how some people might chuckle at it, but it wasn't like it was outrageously roaring funny. Like it, it, it was one of those things where... Mm. If you laughed at it once, you wouldn't laugh at it the second time you watched it. Sure. I don't think. I don't know. I just didn't but, think it was that funny. But but the but the point is, it. The point is. It it was made. It was probably in poor taste. He then has, like many people have, when they've done a stupid thing, apologized for it in two thousand and eighteen. And then this whole thing kind of died away, and everyone was like, "Okay, he apologized for it. Let's move on." Um, but now the exact same thing, because some dumb shit has now unearthed found the video out about again. this thing. Uh, uh, well, unearthed this video that was very public back in two thousand nine because it was a skit made for television, um, and was then seen by a lot of people back then on TV. It was but on some the dumb shit channel. is gone. But well, then again, that makes my point even even stronger. Some dumb shit has found it now and gone. <gasps> I found something amazing, guys, that no one has ever seen before, despite a lot of the world seeing it back in two thousand and nine. Dan Harmon, I found this clip of him having to apologize for this clip that I found. Look at the clip, guys. Ignore him apologizing for making this clip. Look at this clip that I found. Oh my God, when did you find this? Oh, I found it last week. No, but when's the the footage from? Oh, this is um, from 2018. Again, this is when he apologized for the clip that he made back in 2009, which is the clip that I'm showing you. Oh my god, he hasn't apologized for it yet? No, well, this clip is him apologizing for it. But no, he hasn't apologized yet. Look what he did. He hasn't and apologized to this generation. Exactly. He hasn't apologized in 2020. So there you go, everyone. So now it's facing the backlash of the stupid people of the world, um, the social justice warriors who... Look, I'm all for extremists on uh, no i'm sorry i'm all for <laughs> i'm all for people having their opinions whether it be on the left side of things or the right side of things um i 
what I hate though is extremism, and there is definitely extremism on both sides. Absolutely, there is. There are serious extremists both sides of the the, the coin. Um, the cancel culture comes from the extreme left. Let's be honest. Like that's just a fact. If that's disputable, go fuck yourself because you're clearly part of that that group. You know. So I don't give a shit about your opinion because you're an extremist, and extremists are always dangerous. Um, whatever side you're on. Um, so. This cancel culture is full of, of um, and extremism comes from very a very stupid place in someone's mind. And this clearly comes from a place of ignorance because they're not willing to do the due diligence and research behind things and concepts behind things. And hmm, could someone else have a different opinion on this kind of thing? Um, and so they're not seeing the point that perhaps he has apologized. It's very much like the Kevin Hart one. When did he get, he got cancel cultured for what was that? That was so the So Kevin, no, he got canceled from... I think it was hosting the Oscars because mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres had hosted it previously. Um, mm-hmm. He got cancelled because he, many, many years ago, I think when Twitter first started to come, first was out, I think it was maybe 2011, 2010 maybe, he tweeted mm-hmm. something about mm-hmm. if his son ever came out as gay, he hit him or something or he'd disown him or whatever. Um, right. It was tasteless whatever stupid joke um and then he that happened and then some years later three or four years later someone called him out on it i can't remember who it was and Mm. this was before council culture was giant you Mm. gotta remember um and he came out and apologized about it made a proper apology and then Mm. he got the oscars job and someone went through his old tweets, found it again, found a copy of it. I think he'd actually deleted the tweet and they found a copy of, like, a picture copy of the tweet. Um, right. And then called him out on it again. And Kevin Hart did something that I've never seen done before, which I thought was very interesting. Because um, I, again, work social media, so I, I like to watch how crises on social media play out. He mm. refused to apologize. Um, I don't blame him, though. He's he, already apologized. Why but but that's why he refused to apologize. He said, I am sorry, but I'm not going to apologize again because I already have. I, I've done that. I've finished that part of my life. We have mm-hmm. the discussion. We talked about it. This is just people bringing up history. Yeah. Because he refused mm. to apologize and because of all that, he he did lose the Oscar gig. Um. So he wasn't the host. And Ellen DeGeneres actually spoke out and defended him and had him Mm -hmm. on her show talking about the whole thing and all that, which is why now that Ellen's getting under pressure and has properly fired all of her producers, he's Mm -hmm. gone into bat for her and for Nick Cannon, who I don't know if you guys remember Nick Cannon. He was like on all that. Yeah. Uh, he had his he had his own show as well, um, and he was he was the one who was married to Mariah Carey for many years. Um, he yeah. had his own like rap show. It was kind of like um, whose line it was is it anyway? Except right. with a lot more rapping. It had like rapper comedians. Um, it was a good show. I well I enjoy it. I, I watch it occasionally. Um, he got kicked off his show 
for saying, I can't remember what he did, but basically they told him that he can't come back to his show. He was like an executive producer as well, but because the Comedy Channel had bought the rights to it, they had end decision to cancel him, uh, to not yeah. cancel him, fire him. Um, so at which they have, and a couple of his, uh, other, a couple of the other rappers have left with him. Um, but yeah, so like Kevin Hart came out and defended Ellen DeGeneres and Nick Cannon because they're both getting cannon cancelled for things they did years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's over it. Uh, and I went to his, not because I'm a particularly large Kevin Hart fan. I'm really. Uh, I don't like, have time for Kevin Hart. I don't think he's funny at all. I don't think he's hilarious, but if he's in a comedy with other comedians, I'm just like, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, but one of my friends. Well yeah, one of my friends really loves him, and we went and saw his show together. And it was Kevin Hart's really good when he's not doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, like to, to <laughs> no, no, no. Em- I mean, I'm, I'm, no, no. I mean that seriously. I watched something not long ago where he, it wasn't a comedy, and he was really good in it. As soon as he's doing comedy, he's just slapstick, but not funny slapstick. Yeah, no, he does. He's not the greatest at slapstick. <laughs> Because you don't... And he does, like, black shouting comedy, which is really, like, I find degrading to black people. Like, who am I to say that? But I just have that view that I think that he's not being very... He plays a short, angry black man all the time. Yeah, and I find that just so, like, cheap. Like, he can do so much more. Like, why just make that himself and kind of pander to, like, pasty white people? Like, lame, pasty white people. You could do so much better, man. But to, like... Prove how terrible his comedy... Well, how much I don't like his comedy. Mm. I fell asleep at his show. Like, I paid $150 for one of those tickets and I just napped. But the parts that I was awake for... um, Mm. He was talking about the whole cancel thing and he was talking about how he found it a bit ridiculous and, like, how he didn't... he, He was going, anyone here from the LGBT community and few people thing, he's like... I don't want to sound stupid. He goes, I what he goes, what I said originally was stupid, but I don't know what else I can do to apologize for it. Like other than, you know, cut myself out entirely. He goes, but this is my bread and butter. This is all I'm good at. So what mm. else can I do? He's like, it's not like I did. He goes, it's not like I, I did something that I didn't, I couldn't apologize for, but mm. like I've tried. And if you can't accept that, I don't know what else to do. Which yeah, I think is a fair point. statement. It, it, I think it's very fair. You can't, mm-hmm. like, even even the people who are like, yeah, I'm going to donate this money to this charity and all that, I find that too much sometimes. Like, yeah. I understand why you're doing it. It's good PR. But it's, like, to me, even that's disingenuous. Mm. If you've apologized and it's not like it's murder, it's something you can walk back from. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah. But speaking of yeah, that, I know, I know what you mean. Mark Wahlberg actually almost killed someone and they've all forgiven him. So, like... Yep. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, Marky fucking Mark. Marky Mark almost killed a man, uh, blinded him permanently, and... Yet Mark's still uh, absolute A-lister. Thriving career. Everyone loves him. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's um, 
it is funny that that like that I I uh, I think that that this you know it's interesting with cancel culture. There's always it's always there's a slight difference to it, and I think the Ellen DeGeneres one is quite different. I mean, again, it's awesome. So she has now um, well, although the the lead producers basically on her show have been have been removed, um, and so we're about to see going forward if if we're going to see a change and if the change. Um, if if the, the the bad vibes and toxic environment came from them, I still think it probably came a little bit from Elder De- DeGeneres, and I still think that it's, I still think that celebrities that have had nothing but good times with Elder DeGeneres have no right to have a say in the conversation because they're just muddying the waters from people that, um, you know, non-celebrities yeah. which have been the ones that are in the the firing line for this shit. Like, yeah. I mean, again, ima- imagine. Imagine Kevin Hart coming out. Well, he did. Having Kevin Hart coming out. Um, now, imagine being a nobody. Literally a nobody. I'm a nobody. Imagine being a nobody working on this show and having Ellen DeGeneres and and her cronies, her people, her goons be cruel to me and knowing that it probably did come from Ellen because there's no other reason for them to be, be like this. There's no other reason for this toxic kind of don't look at her when she's in the room, have a mint before you go in the room. There's no other reason for that to exist other than from her spewing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine being someone that's had a horrible time like that and then having someone like Kevin Hart come out and say, I don't understand all this hate or where this hate's coming from, from these people that like are nobodies. Um, I'm Kevin Hart and I've had a wonderful time with Ellen DeGeneres. Every single time I've been on her show, I've had a wonderful time. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, your opinion, Kevin Hart, has so much more um, kind of weight to it than this nobody who's finally been able to go public and say something about the fact that they've been involved in a toxic work environment. And for someone to then come around and say, yeah, but my experience was different, so you're wrong, even if they're not saying that, that's what it comes across as. Someone who has that kind of influence and power, it's not someone, like, you know, if it was, like, Someone else in the office, like um, the the DJ, what's his name, Twitch, he's come yeah. out and said, I've never seen anything like that happen around. And if anyone was to know, I'd say he probably knows more than Kevin exactly. Hart because he's there exactly. week in, week out. But again... He probably gets a more behind-the-scenes look rather than rocking up at the last minute to go on stage. Exactly. And then leaving before the show's over. But then again, even then... He's a sl- he's one of the talent. he's he's not a co-host yet he's a talent he's the equivalent of you know when you have a, like a late night show and there's like Guermo on the DJ yeah. or the band or something he's yeah, like or that best for the love and the roots yeah he, he's like that for the Ellen DeGeneres show yeah. which now that we've said that I just realized all of the people who are like the side characters to these white folk on stage are always like people of color that yes. just occurred to me yes well you have to be diverse Questlove, uh the roots guermo yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if you think about it paul schaefer was the last of the the pasty white people and that was on letterman when letterman retired he went yep. yeah no who's there's there is one other dude that still hangs around and he's kind of like oh andy richer on conan Oh, him. He annoys me, Andy Richer. He's a little bit pathetic, isn't he? Yeah, he kind of reminds me of an unsuccessful James Corden. Corden. Yes. 
Yes. Every time I think of him, I just think of the character he plays in the Madagascar films, Mort. I didn't even Perfect. know yeah. he was in the Madagascar films because he's, he's that un. He's you know that the, like unremet- un- forgettable. He's that forgettable. That's the word I'm looking for. You, you know the the tiny annoying Lima that mm. makes King Julian seem tolerable. Yeah, that little thing. That's him. I mm. makes sense, but yeah, like yeah, even but back to Twitch. Like even then, he doesn't have the full view of things because even him, he's a talent on the show, so he probably gets treated a bit better than everyone else. Precisely, Pre- 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 and he's and friends that, with that's Ellen. My point. He was friends that's, with that's Ellen before point. he started the show. Yeah, and that's that's my point though. Is that that like I, I'm I'm all for Kevin Hart coming into bat for someone that came into bat for him. But this is different. This was the Kevin Hart one was about Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart alone saying something controversial and apologizing for it. And then having um, Ellen DeGeneres, who is of the community that he insulted, who carries some weight behind her coming out and saying, you know what, it's fine. Let's move on kind of thing. This is different because this is some people that are not big names finally getting their point across that there's been some really toxic environments coming from the top and from producers for sure. Um, but a toxic environment coming from the production of this show. And then to have Kevin Hart come out and say, look, I'm so I, I look, I'm standing by Ellen on this one. It's like, so you're basically not, you're basically standing against all the people that work, worked on the show that have said that they've had a, a shit time on it because you want to defend Ellen. That's not, I don't. I don't like that. I don't think that's the same thing. It's not it, one for one. It's also the reason why Kevin Hart and I think Dan Harmon can mm. come back from their cancelling versus mm. it's something that why Louis C.K. can never. Mm. Because Louis C.K. basically sexually assaulted to a certain degree many women. Because he just do yeah, random, yeah. gross, disgusting yeah. things in front of them. Yeah. Um, like Dan Harmon and Kevin Hart essentially just put their foot in their mouth. Like, Pretty much. Exactly. And that's I, completely different. And again, I don't agree oh, yeah. with what Dan Harmon did. Again, I've watched this skit. It's not nice. It's not funny. It's not whatever. It is what it is, though, in the words of Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> it is what yeah. it is, and it's what it... it, it that's what happened and it happened over 10 years ago now and he's apologized he's apologized the network Mm. apologized um he has had people they were back then either but he's had successful i mean the community came out after that um yeah rick and morty has been around and rick and morty's quite progressive in a lot of Mm. ways so it's not that he hasn't learned from his mistakes like, why would you cancel the show based on, like, this is something that came out of a person well after he had atoned for what he'd done. Why would it, you pre- remove Rick and Morty? It, yeah. Because I, I don't get it at all. a new generation discovering what we all knew. It, it's quite like, um, uh, this is a bit thing but like when we were in high school phil and i uh one of our teachers our high school teachers had an affair with a student um yep 
we all knew about it. It wasn't yep. like everyone knew about it in year, from year seven, which is when we were at year seven at the time to the year 12s because one of the year 12 boys was having the affair. Um, my brother knew about it. He had graduated the year before. Um, literally the entire community knew. Ten years later, um, the woman, the, the teacher cheated on her husband and the husband in an act of revenge because even he knew his wife had had an affair with a student. Um, as an act of revenge, went and told uh, the police and she got arrested and everyone was looking around in the community who like outside of the community, like, cause it was on the news and stuff. And people were like going, Oh, you went to that school. Did you know about it? And I'm like, yeah, we all knew. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, so what? Get on with it. So the public shock, everyone in public was like, Oh my God, this is devastating. A teacher was having an affair with a student and we we're all like, yeah. it wasn't, it was bad and it is bad. And I'm not going to say that it was it. right. Um, but the boy, I mean, I, I, my, the guy still plays soccer with my brother and he's never been disturbed by it. He used to brag about it at soccer, um, which is again, why everyone knew it wasn't like he told everyone. Hmm. I mean, I can <laughs> see why you would. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a situation. I mean, I don't know what the long term. If you're a teenage boy, that's like that's the fantasy in high school for many, many teenage boys. Of course, he would brag. Yeah, but it's still wrong. Like she shouldn't have done it. I'm not saying like I'm not advocating for her. If a teenage boy hits on you, you fucking turn them down. You don't want to end up in jail like our teacher did. No, you you get them help. You arrange for them to speak with the school's counselor. You take the correct steps. You don't you don't encourage it. But ten mm. years later, looking back on it, I understood why everyone was as shocked as they were in the community, like in the outer community. But again, because we yeah. had all known about it for so long, for us it was just like yeah, and, and a, a few people even were saying. Um, like she was a, like she was a good teacher. It wasn't that she was a bad teacher. She just couldn't keep her hands off the students because um, there was more than one. It wasn't just the one kid. There oh, was a couple God. of kids. Uh, it was always the was same. Was she a permanent staff member or was she a... Yeah. Um, yeah, and she was fresh out of uni teacher. Yeah, she wasn't like she was... Oh, man. She was only... I think when she started, she was young when she... She was younger than most teachers when she started. I think she was 21 or 22. Um, so there wasn't much of an age difference and it wasn't anything Jeez. weird as that, but, yeah, um, no, it's, it's just legally, legally completely exactly. wrong. And the fact was she all, she, it was a couple of guys over a couple of years and it was always cause she coached the year seven girls soccer team. It was always in the year 12 boys would assist coach the year seven girls soccer team. And it was always whoever there was the um. assistant coach. So it was a bit targeted as well, which is even creepier. Yeah, so there's there's gr- there's grooming in there. Yeah, but it was like when you look back at it, when we were there, when it, when it was all happening around us, and I'm ninety percent sure some of our teachers knew, like some of the others' teachers. Oh, they of course they would. Like they because they used to gossip like mad, like house on like we we grew up in a tiny ethnic yeah. community. Everyone knew everyone's secrets. 
Not just that though, but all the teachers were sleeping with each other and having kids with each other and getting married to each other. So and having a that multiple was, that was affairs. my school community as well. Yeah, all all nice and incestuous, like basically. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah, getting back look, to it, you, looking back, I understand why people are shocked every time they find out about it. But it's not like going back to our teacher. It's not like you can try her again now. Like if someone else found out now, like if people listening to this podcast are like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that happened." What happened about it? You can't send her to jail again. She served her time. No, exactly. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Um, she's no longer allowed to be a teacher. You can't go out and start campaigning for her to stop being a teacher because she's already stopped being a teacher as a result of this. Yeah, she like, probably has a new she's job. She's facing. She's facing the punishment from what she did now, and she's having to live with that. It's the same thing as, you know, that's that's the Louis C.K. kind of thing. Like he is trying to keep going so in in and what he did again is on the next level so you can kind of see what why people try to cancel cult him again that makes sense i get it because he's going back to doing what he's doing and he did something very serious and absolutely abusing his power what dan Harmon did and what kevin hart did was just not be particularly funny and they're trying to be edgy but they overstepped the mark and that's okay because it, I think that's okay because it's like, well, we fucked up. Like they probably, they may not even believe what they think was, they may not even believe in what they were doing. They were just trying to be edgy and they kind of didn't read the room or just missed the mark kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it's, it's, they it's screwed an accident. Up. Oh, not, yeah, exactly. They, they, screwed they up. tried a they've, joke they've and they didn't get it. it. Exactly. They've apologized for it though. So if now, if in 2020, this person, whoever it was, found the footage again, first thing I would have done is, oh my god, like, does anyone know, else know about this? And as soon as I saw an, an article dating from 2018 where it's Dan Harmon apologizing for that thing, I'd be like, oh, okay, he apologized. And then I'd sit down, shut up, and stop trying to be woke and a legend getting someone cancelled. Because I know 100% that a lot of the cancel culture starts... Not with best intentions, like, won't somebody think of the children? No, no, it's all about, oh my god, imagine me if I can wear my thick frame glasses um, and go down to, like, the coffee shop and I can turn around and I can say to someone, I'm the reason Rick and Morty got cancelled. Mm. I'm the wokest of you all. Oh, That's literally it. Oh, it's like the guy that killed John Lennon. He wanted to be known as the guy that killed John Lennon. Yeah. Because imagine that, like, I get to be that person. Like, fuck yeah. And again, I I'm talking about the fact that there is extremism on both sides of the coin. And unfortunately, cancel culture comes from the left. Now, there is definitely, like with everything, there's extremism which leads into... And then you start to come back from that and you get more centralist kind of thing. And the more central you go, the more kind of logic and clarity there is in decisions and reasons for things to happen. <laughs> Um, uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Roseanne Barr, um, who else do we have? We have, uh, Bill Cosby, all that sort of stuff is appropriate, necessary cancel culture because someone should not be allowed to remain in the public eye or remain, um, in their high paying swanky kind of celebrity status if they've truly wronged the world. That I totally believe in and that is totally justified. When we come down to the level of Kevin Hart cancel culture, um, 
or Dan Harmon, that's just extremism and ridiculousness. Mm. Um, we get to Ellen DeGeneres, and, and I think Ellen DeGeneres and Louis C.K. Look, I was a fan of Louis C.K.'s before all this shit happened. I thought oh, so I was I. Quite funny. I love the show Louis. I thought he was great on celebrities in cars getting. Oh, sorry, comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh yeah. Um, I loved his his um, cameos in um, Parks and Recreation. I think he's genuinely really funny, and I loved his stand up as well. However, what he did was totally inappropriate, and there needs to be some repercussions for that. Ellen DeGeneres is the same. I actually didn't mind watching her show during the middle of the day. It was quite entertaining. I find it quite funny. I've watched on YouTube many interviews with many people. I love the fact that she scares the shit out of celebrities by hiding someone in the box next to them. <laughs> so, like, that stuff's hilarious. Um, don't get me wrong. What she She's onto a good thing. Unfortunately, though, there needs to be repercussions for the way she's treating everyday people like me. I'm an everyday person. Imagine if I got treated like that. I would tell her to fuck off. So I do not think that it's okay if this is the case. And she, okay, we've had, we've seen something happen. We've seen the lead producers all getting getting fired because obviously you can't fire the talent because the show is called the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Um, they could have cancelled it, sure, but no. Let's give it a chance. Let's see if something changes. And if something doesn't change, get her off the air and shut her shit down. But, but here's you know. here's the thing. She's apologised now, which mm-hmm. is why she gets a second chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. she's fine, if she's great, if if let's just say everything turns rainbows and daisies. Um, no problem. Let's let's ride to the sunset and have a happy day. Yeah. But if in four Kumbaya, or five guys. years if four or five years time someone finds this article or it all started on a Twitter thread. If in four mm-hmm. or five years time someone finds this Twitter thread and reignites it and is like, Ellen should be cancelled because... That person that refound it should fuck off into a hole. That That's not right and that doesn't no. work. You, we they are... should be excluded from society because you are not understanding how apologies work and how to understand context and how to take facts versus fiction and opinion and view things appropriately and you're not understanding that if someone's apologised for something and truly has meant that apology and made changes to the way they interact with society and their public and their peers, then Mm. that is okay. They've Mm. learned their lesson. They understand what they did was wrong. And they, even if they don't agree with what they did being wrong, even if in their own mind they're like, oh, I don't really see that. If they are outwardly making a difference to the way they go about their business, that's what matters to us. Who cares what someone else's deepest thought is? The point is if they've made an outward difference. And if that's the case, leave it alone. And if Ellen DeGeneres makes an outward difference, leave her alone then. No problem. She's a bitch, but she's now no longer being a public bitch and doing better by it. And perhaps it was just the producers. Leave it alone. What upsets me with this, I'm I'm not a complete... I, I'm, I'm very conservative with some of my views and very left with a lot of my other views, mm-hmm. which makes yeah. me on the centre, but... What annoys me about this is I get cop a lot of crap with a lot of people that I know because I believe in police in to a certain degree. I don't think what police do now is right, um, but I don't understand and I don't quite know how society would work if we defund the police altogether. I'm one of those people. No, I believe in the police force. I do think that there, there are. I think I, I agree that there are bad police. 
But that's a but I, I view it and I think that it is no different to saying mm. um, looking at it and saying Ivan Milat was an Australian who um, basically if you've ever seen Wolf Creek like the real life kind of Wolf Creek he took pe- Wolf Creek he took people out into the in the outback and killed them basically um, and that's like someone from America saying um, Ivan Milat was just no that Australian was disgusting and then me saying no, not all Australians are bad. And then them saying, um, what the fuck? You're on their side, that means. All Australians are pigs. Shut them down. Like, uh, it, I, I know I, that's, 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 that's um, I a also bit of a stretch, but it's the same sort of thing. I also completely agree with the fact that what police do now, especially police in America more than a lot of other countries, police mm-hmm. in a lot of other countries are copying flack because of what's happening in America, but mm-hmm. there's not as stupid as this sounds, there's not the same police forms in every country around the world. I mean, police in Australia have not done the greatest job. I will not defend them in that. Like they've, there's a lot of problems, but again, I don't completely believe in eradicating the police altogether. I think there needs to be some sort of. That would be a total disaster. And there would be no, it would basically be the purge, and that is not a healthy. <laughs> exactly, <society. laughs> but the, the but the people who think the people who think that we should get defund the police altogether, and I also believe in prison. I don't believe prison mm-hmm. works for everyone, and I think that I think if you like steal, you know, small things or whatever, there should be a different version of prison for you. I don't think prison to the highest degree works for everyone. Uh, I think it should be community service um, in public with big signs over your head saying, I'm an offender, I fucked up, laugh at me. Basically. Yeah, like but bring back the old, they used to put them in the uh, manacles and chuck tomatoes at them. I'm fine with that. Yeah, public humiliation, I think, for people that do miss small... Shame. Miss De- depends what it is. Shame. like, Or just <laughs> community service. You, you know, like we don't... There's a lot of jobs in society that no one wants to do, like go into the sewers mm. and do shit. I, yeah. I, I know um, a lot of people say that that's technically... I, there's an argument that that's slavery, but I don't know. There's something needs to be done that just kind of like... Well, well, look, you know what? You know what? You know how in New York, despite the fact there's like um, like a couple of days a week, there's big bags of trash on the footpaths waiting for the garbage truck to come around. New York oh, is that actually drove me nuts. Fo- <laughs> but New York, for such a big kind of dirty, gritty city, is surprisingly clean. And that's because, obviously, labor over there is so cheap. You can hire people to be street cleaners. I think community service should be street cleaners. Imagine how clean Sydney would be without trash piling up in, like, nooks next to staircases and in gutters and stuff like that. Like, imagine how nice it would be if it was if it was being cleaned by, yeah, community service. But again, I don't... The people who believe in cancel culture are the same people who believe that we need to get abolish the prison system and abolish the mm. police system, which are two things that I can't mentally get on board with. But what I don't understand is if you're, just- if you're into, if you want to abolish the prison system, if that's your kind of thought process, that means you believe that prisoners can be redeemed. That's the whole theory behind it. The abolishment mm. of prison is... And I don't agree. If you there's a murderer, you can basically put them through therapy and they'll be absolved. 
I don't think that's how it works, personally. Not, but if not you, just that, yeah. No, I was going to say I, I, my belief in that is that you've literally proven that you are not appropriate for society, so you are, have revoked exactly. and lost your privileges to society. That's um, unless unless you can apologize, and when I say apologize. Um, you, you, you properly apologize and then bring that person somehow back to life and give them the life that they've missed out on by you killing them. Um, Look, you again... are not appropriate for society because that's not physically possible. And, and in fact, you can be released from prison the moment you bring that person back to life. And if you can't do that, we stay in prison forever. Again, Sorry. I think there's certain degrees to it. Like, if you um, left a gasoline bottle outside... And that gasoline bottle sparked, blew up, killed someone. Oh, mur- murder versus manslaughter. Yeah, like M- there's, murder. I mean, there, yeah, yeah. But there's like there's there's cases to be made. But again, that's not the point here. If you believe to that thing that even prisoners can be reformed, why can't you forgive someone and let it go once they apologize? Why do you insist on counselling them to that degree? But again, it's that's it's that whole thing that I said earlier, where there's the extremism on both sides, and and the extremism um, doesn't come with clarity and doesn't come with um, you know context or looking at facts or or creating a whole picture around something. It's taking one point of something and running with it, even if it completely contradicts all other points around it. It's running with that one point anyway because that's your view. And, and that's extremism on both sides. That's exactly how it works, except they're running in opposite directions. Um, and so that, that's why I think cancel culture is... Extremist cancel culture without justification is um, un, unnecessary and is um, really harmful to society. And so I completely agree with that point, Bianca. But I do think that cancel culture, from a centralist point of view where as society we can kind of work out based on morality and kind of um, looking at context and things like that um, and where things start to breach laws if there's been a a, um, a crossing of, of, of laws then I think that cancel culture is a good thing again Bill Cosby um, and Harvey Weinstein and stuff like that, I think e- that that's even Jussie Smollett who I would never really followed, but his cancellation I was like all for because he basically pretended he paid someone to lynch him in a time when Black Lives Matter really needed support. Um, mm. I don't know if you guys were across it, but like he he nope. he basically faked a race racist attack. Reason why was yeah. he was on that show um, Empire with Terrence Howard. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember the other woman's name. Uh, Taraji. Oh, Terrence Micro Howard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Who every time I just, every time his name is mentioned, I do remember the fact that he has a micro penis. Yes. And Taraji B. P. <laughs> P. Henson. Um, or B. Henson. Yeah, P. P. Henson. Henson. Um, yep. he was, they were, they were planning on writing his character out, um, mm. is what the rumors were, or they were diminishing his role. Um, so, he, and at the same time, it was during like Chicago's coldest winter. Um, mm. and, uh, also at the same time, someone, one of the Black Lives Matter, one of the people had been shot by the police and it was 
inciting racial violence again. Um, and so Jesse Smollett in all of his braininess decided the best thing for him to do was to pay two guys to fake lynch him and for him to call the police and be like, I've been racially attacked. So basically using the race card as his, his meal ticket, which I just didn't like left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, and then he, so yeah. And then he, he called the police and all that. And the police investigated and ended up finding a receipt for the rope in his wallet. And the two guys who he paid to lynch him, uh, were actually two extras from the show empire. Um, and it all got uncovered very quickly. And he still says that he, he, he's been framed to this day when there's all this evidence stacked against him, there's video of the attack. And I say attack with air quotes, even though no one can see me. Um, (laughs) and it's all showing that he like, it's all showing that it's staged because, like, he's ch- talking to them. Like, it's not. It's kind of like he's instructing and directing them what to do, and it's just like. Well, Bianca, I mean, just before we move on to um, very briefly some Britney Spears and I guess um, Hannah Montana, uh, Miley Cyrus news. Drew, get that ready in just a moment. Um, <laughs> old mate here has learned that from the best. He's learned from Donald Trump. Basically, even if there's literal truth. In front of you, if you say I didn't do it, you get away with it. Oh, he there's he, another cancel he culture called for you. Up. Bring on November. He he blamed Donald Trump for what was going, what happened to him. He's like, it's because of Donald Trump that this happened. Like he no, that's not one out of it. I, that's that's not very. That's not a good idea because he learnt from Donald Trump. Basically, <laughs> if you if you do something and you want to get away with it, even though there's overwhelming evidence in front of you, Donald Trump taught us all that you just have to say. I didn't do it, and somehow there'll be enough of the world out there to be like, he must not have, because listen to him. I mean, look at all this evidence, but he's saying he didn't do it. So hey, he look, it's it. the I didn't do it kid. And basically, that's Donald Trump. Orangutan yeah. fucking fool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look, all in all, cancel culture, um, to a point, is good, but there's lots of it going around. Ellen DeGeneres is in the midst of it. Let's see what happens next in the saga, then, shall we? She's and and hopefully um, Rick and Morty doesn't get cancelled. And um, oh god, please don't cancel that show. Hopefully, hopefully, sense. I don't think it will intelligence get prevails. Canceled. No, I don't think so either. Hopefully, um, it carries on as it should, and uh, hopefully, well, not hopefully, but let's see if Ellen DeGeneres gets a second chance. Um, and let's hopefully, I hope for everyone's sake that she runs with it and doesn't fuck up again. But speaking um, of cancelling. Britney's trying to cancel her dad's contract on her, whatever it's called. Hey, <laughs> Drew, do you have the scoop there at all? I've got the article open from the Mirror. <laughs> oh, do tell, do tell. Oh, do that reliable I, well, I news went, source. I went and looked at all the articles. I'm like, you know what? The Mirror would be the most entertaining one to read. <laughs> That's true. You're not. You're not wrong. It's it's brilliant. It actually reads like a Batuta article because it's <laughs> written with such conviction that you would think it was fake news. But ba- basically, look, she's. Um, I mean, we we've touched on this briefly before when we talked about all the Britney stuff and the Free Britney movement, and how even though her father's controlled it all for quite some time, he's not been in control of her 
and her estate and her health and all of that for a little while. He had himself removed for health reasons. What wasn't entirely clear was the fact that his removal was partial and temporary, uh, pending a court hearing coming up, that mm. he would, when he was better, he would resume his position. Turns out that the the current care manager, Jody Montgomery, who has been looking after Brittany while her father's stepped out of the picture, um, she seems to have been doing quite a good job, and Brittany has actually requested and is requesting to the court now that she be left permanently in the role and that her father be removed from it. In addition, she would also like to have a qualified corporate fiduciary to take care of the financial um, aspect of things as well. So it sounds I, like right. she's, she's. It sounds like she's getting some good advice here. Yeah, I agree. Can I just yeah, comment that I really that... like the word fiduciary? It's just such a nice oh, word. Right? I don't. I, I like. It sounds made it up. It, it does, it but. I remember as a kid hearing it in Mary Poppins when they talk about the bank. Oh, yeah. What does fiduciary mean? It's um, involving your trust, basically, yeah. as in trusts, as in money trusts. Right. Um, okay. A fiduciary can so, be someone, someone who does look someone after who manages your trusts accounts. and managers. Yeah. Um, right. But it can also be your fiduciary estates, which is like everything that your trust holds. Okay. Even if yes. your trust okay. holds real estate. <laughs> Sorry, that's a no Phil joke. That is, that is, I, I, got, I got it, no worry. Mm. I'm there. God. Funny, funny. Um, yeah, so. Okay, fantastic. So, good on you, good on you. So it looks like she's, she's making steps here, which is quite exciting. I mean, you know, there's mm. been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of hearsay on all of this, but this seems to be something concrete that's coming out of it. Um, yes. I, I do enjoy the fact that her father has um, has made a statement about all of this to page six. He's gone, all these conspiracy theorists don't know anything. The world don't have a clue. It's up to the uh -huh. court of California to decide what's best for my daughter. It's no one else's business. So it wouldn't be your own daughter's business, mate? He's, Jesus. he's made his you, money off of her. He's probably like, eh, I don't need oh, anything yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Just let him and his health issues just go off to Bermuda or something. Let him go. Yeah, I think so. I, like she needs I, to have a life. I was working out today. Jeff Bezos makes... Yeah. This is slightly off the topic, but Jeff Bezos makes $275 million a day well between 275 million and 378 million per day is somewhere what that he makes um yeah that's like that's not any kind of money i'll see in my lifetime if i just had one day's worth of his money i think i'd be good for life uh comfortably i, I that i would Agreed. I and all my friends and family would be good for life. Yeah, yep. like, and I think I'm pretty sure Britney's dad's made at least that much of her over the years. 
Oh, without time a question. Time to let it go. And, yeah. and, I, and I, I genuinely am not of the type sort of person who wants billions of trillions of dollars, but millions would be nice, enough millions just to be comfortable. And I think that would yeah. be... I, I, I think... I mean, he's an asshole. I'm not saying that he's done well, but if he, if her dad's made that money, like, I think he should just give it up. Just be like, yep, I'm... I'm I've been a dick. I've committed my crime. I'm going to let her be now because she's my daughter and that would be the humane thing to do at this point. Unfortunately, I think intelligence comes into this a little bit and I don't think he has much. Um, Agreed. This is true. Uh, Miley Cyrus, though, speaking of... Um, People yeah, who went crazy? Batshit, well, not batshit crazy, but yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm currently... Um just reading a little article about her and her new music video and it's accompanied by some shots from said music video she appears to be lying naked on an infinite amount of candy it just, you get it, the Miley best of both worlds yeah it's like um it's either like peanut M&M's or it's like those, those 20 cent gumballs you get in the gumball machine, but like billions of them and she's just lying naked on them. I mean, and that's I, just a basic Thursday night for me. When you guys, as soon as we finish yeah. this up, I go into my yeah. my bathtub. Of course. Uh, it's filled with candy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, I think this is for this new single she put out where she directed this music video as well. Uh, but of course, that's not why we're actually bringing Miley into the conversation. We're bringing it in because Miley has said that she is ready to whip out the Hannah Montana wig to revive the character, which I find somewhat disturbing and interesting all at once. Apparently, she was asked about the idea of bringing back the character in an interview recently. Um, who was she? Speaking on Carolina with Greg T in the morning, she said, You know what? Oh, Honestly, favorite. I try to put that wig on all the time. So she has said that if the opportunity will present itself, she would definitely like to resurrect the character at some point. She's also talked about how she would be interested in directing it as well. That I... show wasn't without its own controversies, though. Like, yeah. the fact that the guy who played her brother was in his 30s. Yeah, he was like uh, 35 or something. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. I think he was 35 by the end of the show. Yeah. But, like... He was quite older, and there was, like, some episodes where he kissed... I don't know. There was something where it, someone pointed out that the fact that he was in his 30s and he he had some pretty inappropriate rea interactions with some of the younger castmates if he was in his 30s. It was just... Can, it was it was him as his character. So, it, I don't know, but it's weird. But can, then... Can we also just, like, just on that tangent for a second... Bear in mind that in The Sound of Music, the girl that played Liesl was older than Julie Andrews. Just... Really? Uh, yeah, for real. Just putting it out there. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, Hollywood has a history with this sort of thing. Yeah, Hollywood has a weird history with, like... Yeah. I mean, everyone in the original version of De Degrassi was all in oh, their, yeah. were all in their 30s. 
which I still yep. oh, find yeah. hilarious. Yep. Um, um, but no, like the guy who played Oliver, so Mitchell Musso, he's been arrested a few times. Um, yep. The only uh, one I think who's normal is Emily Osmond. Um, did you see Emily Osmond went on Miley's um, online talk show recently? The two of them had a reunion on there. No, I did not see that. that. Like, like it's just a very sweet thing. If you grew up watching Hannah Montana, it's worth watching that. It, it, like, it is really sweet seeing them together again. And they're still friends like they were then. They weren't Question friends in the beginning, though. They no, they weren't. It, it, took, the it took time. It took time. Like, they, they didn't hit it off from day one, but they became friends. And by the time the show ended, they were friends. But even though they've gone off and done their own things, they still seem pretty good, like, like pretty close and on pretty good terms. It is really interesting watching them now. Um, okay, so if Hannah Montana was to come back, we spoke about this a little bit off air, but... yeah. I don't think it would work in the same way that Lizzie McGuire could come back and do it because no. Hilary Duff never went out and had a absolutely public outburst where she basically, it let's say let's say Lizzie McGuire was basically if Hilary Duff went and burnt the cartoon character version of her on the show, um, it would be less controversial. Now, well, yeah. and then and then came back now and said, you know what, I'm ready to make Lizzie McGuire again. Everyone would be like, uh. Okay, what the fuck was that whole like breakdown and outburst? Um, I don't have a problem with the fact that that Miley Cyrus had her outburst, and I think it was probably quite healthy for her—not healthy for her, but I think it was really necessary for her to kind of really and well break deserved. off any of this childhood. Yeah, well deserved to break off this childhood kind of star type thing and be like, nah, fuck it, I'm my own person. I'll do whatever the fuck I want." I mean, she did the mm. whole weird tongue sticking out thing while she. Um, twerked on Robin Thicke, one of the most revolting people in the industry. Um, but she, but she did all, she did all that and stuff like that. And now mm. she's kind of, and and essentially metaphorically burnt that wig. And now she's turning around and being like, you know what? I'm ready to come back and do that. What was the point of that whole outburst then? And and you literally, you know, phoenixing yourself and ridding yourself of all past you and becoming this new person and. You know, coming in like a wrecking ball and then, you know, being this new person and, and completely reigniting your career and everything like that. Now you're going to go back and go and dig up the ashes of that shit and like piece it together? She changed like, her on, identity completely. But I think the other part of it is that, I mean, um, Raven Simone also rebooted her show, uh, That's So Raven, except yeah, now... Yeah, Raven's home came back quite well. Well, well, but the thing that happened with that so Raven is Raven Simone didn't change herself as much. No, um, no. I feel like if Hannah Montana came back, you couldn't just shove Miley Cyrus back into that Hannah Montana persona. Whereas Raven Simone jumping back into the Raven Baxter persona. It's still her. It's still her. It still makes sense. It's just a toned down version of her. Um, and she plays the mother of two kids. So she's gone back in and now she's playing the mother um, with the chick who, I can't remember, Annalise Vanderpoel, who played Chelsea, her best friend. They're in it together. They're playing these mothers. It makes sense. Uh, Lizzie yeah. McGuire is on 
production halt at the moment. They filmed, I think, the first episode and then Disney was like, kicked off Terry Min- Minis- Minsky, who Minsky. Was the pro- Minsky, who was the producer. And um, the creator. And, and the creator of the show. Uh, and they said it's because it wasn't what Disney wanted, which was a child show again. But everyone, including the fan base, wants a more adult show because in the past... We're adults? Not, not just that. The f- yes, because the Lizzie McGuire fans are adults. Raven Simone... Uh, Raven Simone's show is called Ra- uh, Raven's House, and that is a show that has adults in it, but because it's about the children, it's aimed at children. Do you get what I mean? Raven's Home also made sense because That's So Raven was a slightly later Disney Channel show. It started she was out older. after. Yeah. Raven was older. Um, we're, meanwhile, and Miley Cyrus, even though hannah montana was older it was still aimed at much younger children whereas lizzie mcguire was 13 and the audience was aimed at other 13 year olds so it was aimed at fellow peers Mm. and it was aimed at the whole thing of it was that they talked about growing up they talked about bras they talked about boys they talked about um there was homelessness in one of the episodes bulimia uh goes on it was it it dealt with a lot of serious issues for like preteen level like preteen conversations which was a good thing and now um they wanted to do a show basically about the same awkwardness but the same awkwardness and lizzie turning 30 and dealing with the same kind of peer struggles aimed at 30 year olds because Everyone who watched the show back then is now turning 30, pretty much. And it's kind of... Yeah, it wouldn't work as a kid's show again. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I don't think it would make sense either for Lizzie to have kids because, again, Raven was a bit older than us and that generation did have kids early as well, like they probably think. But our generation couldn't afford to have kids, so it wouldn't make sense for Lizzie to have kids and for it to be aimed then again at a younger audience. Um, If Miley Cyrus came back, throwing it back to her, if she came back as Hannah Montana, I don't see where what she could do. Because she's, as a person, I don't think could grow back, like fit that wig back on. I don't think she could it's, play that again believably. The only way I could... Well, the only way I could see it working would be for, for it to be a, a life imitates art, imitates life. But that's too deep for Disney. It, it is too deep for Disney, but it, and even, the reason I don't think that would even fly is because she would be projecting the idea that she that Hannah and Miley went off the rails. The whole world found out her secret. She went off the rails and through the teen and early 20s and then tried to get back to wholesome. And it would be one thing if that was a genuine thing that happened to Miley Cyrus, but... But I think that's she's... too dark to happen to Miley Cyrus. Uh, sorry, not Miley Cyrus. Miley to Miley Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, a little dark for Disney, but even still, Miley Cyrus is not in any way, shape, or form trying to um, become wholesome in real life. So I can't no. see no, her but, but that's carving the, point. the character it, it, that way. It changes the entire thing of the show i understand lizzie 
growing up and becoming more adult makes sense because everyone grew up with Lizzie. um, And that just makes complete sense to me. Raven becoming a mum and being about that whole teenage drama thing again and a teenager because one of the kids has the psychic powers. That all makes sense because it's the same tone. You can watch it if you watch the original Raven and be nostalgic, but you can also watch it with your kids and be like, you know, for the kids and a new generation can enjoy it. I don't... Does it have the canned laughter again at the, the Raven's house thing? Yeah, yeah, it does. It's got okay, the traditional exactly like the original. Yeah, yeah okay. it's all the same. It's just now Raven's the parent. Um, and that one of her kids her has... parents on it? No, which I, I watched like the first season and I loved the dad. Um, yeah. And the mum was awesome. The mum reminded me of my aunt Oya. I just every time I watched, it, I used to laugh my head off. Um, but yeah, like I, I I watched the first season. I haven't watched anything since. But everyone was, it it was genuinely good. Like they did it well, and it reminded me of the the show, and it had the same tone and it hit the same beats. Um, and then again, I think Lizzie McGuire could have been great, but I don't know how. Hannah Montana could work. No, yeah, no, I don't know. But who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Um, team, who is our sick end of the week? I have no idea. Who should it be? I don't know. Dan Harmon for having to deal with the bullshit again. <laughs> Maybe. Um... Um, <laughs> that's a raven. I mean, Duff. before we even hit record, I just assumed that you wanted to give it to the dude in the video we were watching, but it's oh, just... Oh, true. No, I didn't know that, that one. I'm not sure about sharing that on the Facebook page. Yeah, so I'm, not, I, I yeah I'm not comfortable sharing that one out. Um, <laughs> oh. No idea this week. Who's some contenders? It's been a quiet week, I think. <laughs> I think it has been. I don't know what... Um, I'm trying to think. There was stuff that happened. This is terrible. Yeah, but... Oh, do you know who we should give it to? Actually, this is who? true. Like We haven't spoken about it. It's not so much who. It's um, basically everyone at the uh, Democratic National Convention... Uh, just not for anything that they did. They, they're not particularly great at doing anything. Like, I, I, I think everyone should vote for them because I want Trump out. But just because of the amount of stupid shit Trump has tweeted out this week because of them, it's been quite entertaining. Um, some of the tweets include... Uh, he's come back with um, the Bertha thing. So... Biden has appointed Kamala Harris or something. I can't remember her name. Um, He's appointed Uh, her as VP and he's now come out with the whole Bertha thing of uh, where's her birth certificate. The same thing he did to Obama. What's ridiculous is though that Trump donated to her election (laughs) back in the days. There you go. Because um, he was on her side, and now suddenly he's just an extremist ghost figure of what he used to be. Um, just quickly, though, a bit, little, little bit more Trump news um, for you, if you didn't, if you weren't aware. So, um, Susan B. Anthony, I don't know if you've heard that name, guys. Oh, yes. Um, she 
She's long, long since died, but she was basically arrested way back when, <clears throat> excuse me, way back when, um, because she illegally voted as a woman in the United States. Um, many presidents have suggested her being pardoned, to which, while she was alive, she absolutely flat out denied and said, I will not, I do not want to be pardoned until all women have equal rights, full equality. Now, um, she was basically an advocate for, for women's rights. Suffrage. And for women to be, yeah, women's suffrage and for women to be heard and listened to. Now, what's quite interesting is that Donald Trump this week has announced um, basically to take the news away from the DNC, um, Dem Dem Democratic National Convention, um, take news away from that and focus it back on him and how awesome he is, even though he's probably one of the worst human beings to ever live alongside Hitler and um, Kim Jong-il and Un, um, and before the one before that, whoever the fuck they were. They were. Um, Mussolini, you know, those sorts of people <laughs> as well. Um but basically, Trump's alongside them. He's very well... He's made it to put himself on a high shelf of wankers. Anyway. Um, Without a actually he, doing much, just to say. He's just yeah, fucked exactly. up by being an absolute idiot. A dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Um, what's interesting is, though, that uh, in order to take the attention away from, from the DNC, he has suggested this week that she be pardoned, that Susan B. Anthony be pardoned, to which... Very funnily, the entire room started laughing when he made that suggestion at a press conference because everyone understands exactly the reasons behind it. And Trump then said, No one has ever, no president has ever pardoned her. Hmm? No one's ever pardoned her. It's crazy. Donald, there's a reason why no president has ever done that. It's because if you listened to her, she said, Do not pardon me. I do not want to be pardoned. Donald, though, in his, in his very, very, very... Um, he, he's trying to make himself look like a strong advocate um, for women and women's rights, even though he likes to grab them by the pussy and do whatever he wants to them, start kissing him because he can, because he's Donald Trump, basically. I think that's uh, paraphrasing what he said once before. Pretty much. Um, uh, yet Donald wants to pardon this very strong female figure um, by... Uh, and celebrate her by ignoring everything that she said, not listening to her, and giving her what she doesn't want, all because he's the president and he can do what he wants. So I think that I is actually... some serious fucking irony right there from the Don Man. The stupid peach fuzz orangutan fucked up again when trying <laughs> to do the right thing. I think because of that, I actually looked it up just to say what how he said but I think we have the actual nomination for Sick Kent of the Week, and that's the Susan B. Anthony Museum for mm -hmm. rejecting Trump's pardon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, they said, on news of presidential pardon for Susan B. Anthony on August 18th, objection, Mr. President, Susie, Susan B. Anthony must decline your offer of pardon today, the museum tweeted. Um, Absolutely. She was outraged to be denied a trial by jury She uh, and said, I shall never pay a dollar of your unjust penalty, which is what she never paid the... She was told to pay a fine kind of thing, and she fine. never did. Um, $100. And then the museum said, to pay would have been to validate the proceeding, proceedings. To pardon Susan B. Anthony does the same. Um, she was guilty of nothing, 
and uh, if he wants to honor, if one wants to honor Susan B. Anthony today, a clear stance against any form of voter suppression would be welcome because obviously Trump is trying to suppress the votes through the mail at the moment, um, which is kind of something we can be talking about next week if you wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a bad one. We'll see what we get to next week. But otherwise, yes, congratulations then, the Susan B. Anthony Museum. You are this week's Sick Kent of the Week, and I think that is very fitting, if you ask me. Um, let's get to our What the Quote. Bianca, what was last week's What the Quote? Last week's What the Quote was, You can handle the truth! Which is <laughs> from A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, and... Not Terence Howard, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. That's the one. Who doesn't have the micro penis? Um, no, not one of the micro penis. <laughs> um, I have a quote this week. Do either of you guys have a quote? I do. Not. No, no, you've got it. You got the quote. Okay. My quote goes a little something like this: "I put the diamond in the coat, <laughs> and I put the coat on her." There you go. That is the quote for this week. If you know what it is, reach out to us. Um, Cat Street, hashtag Cat Street or uh, for God's sake, Kent and the Steering Team, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of shit. Um, cool, good stuff. Drew, you like that quote? I just didn't expect you to do it. Yeah, because it's good. Uh, nostalgic quote that is um, yes reach out to us if you know what it's from would love to hear from you otherwise till we speak again next week Bianca how do we end the show yep